China is breaking ground on what may be its first major overseas military base. The location is Djibouti, on the coast of Africa, at the mouth of the Red Sea, looking across at the Arabian Peninsula. In other words, a very strategic location. It is the same port city where the U.S. has its own major base in Africa. That's been used to gather intelligence for the last 15 years. For more on China's military ambitions and why it shows an African city to launch them, we're joined by our correspondents in Shanghai and Nairobi. That would be Frank Langfitt and Gregory Warner. Good morning. Good morning, Renee. And so let's start with you, Gregory, Djibouti. Explain a little bit more why all these countries are there, because it's not just the U.S. Sure. No, it's not. I mean, Djibouti has an amazing location, as you said, but it doesn't have much else. And that's important. If you drive through the countryside, as I have, and you have to keep the A.C. on full blast, um, you'll basically pass mile after mile of just dusty brown volcanic rock. You know, an occasional camel, a mosque carved out of stone, but no farms. Most of the food is imported. There's no oil, no natural resources. But Djibouti has two major advantages from a foreign military point of view. Uh, they have a very friendly, peaceful government, and they have this location on, on a busy shipping route next door to conflicts in Somalia and Yemen, a short flight to the Middle East without having to be based there. And so the U.S. has its base there, its only permanent base in Africa and Djibouti. France, Spain, and Japan all have bases. And all this is on the invitation of the Djiboutian government, which really sees this as a key pillar to its economic growth. Well, Frank, now how would China use it? Well, China, um, first of all, just to point out, they don't call this a military base. They call it an overseas logistics base uh, because they're very sensitive to the way that they're seen right now globally. But, but basically every analyst that I've talked to calls this a naval base. And what it would allow them to do, they'd be able to get everything from instant noodles to fuel. It allows them to dock ships well beyond China. Of course, it's harder to do in foreign ports. And this allows China to keep ships out longer. It's also ultimately really about projecting naval power. Um, and taking a bigger role further from home. And cle clearly what they're doing here with this base is putting down a marker on China basically having a lot more global military engagement. Well, China is very involved in the continent of Africa. So what else does it get from this? Well, this is about military catch-up. You know, this is the world's second largest economy. China has these tremendous interests overseas. They want to protect energy transport in this area. They have new trade routes, sort of trade routes that they're building. Um, they also need to really protect citizens. There have been kidnappings in Sudan and in Sinai. There was a civil war in Sudan when it kicked off in 2013. Uh, some Chinese actually had to drive on their own in caravans to Uganda. So there's been domestic pressure to protect citizens. And Xi Jinping, you know, the president, uh, he wants to restore China to be a great power and can't really be seen as a great power if you can't protect your citizens overseas. And, and Greg, how are Africans reacting to this? Well, the Djiboutians are, are thrilled. I mean, they're getting $20 million a year in rent for this uh, naval uh, base. But uh, Africa as a whole, I think, has been uh, demanding that China becomes a more of a long-term partner. And China has been responding to that, showing that it's not just here to build roads and airports, but it's building jobs, building security. And so we see a number of uncharacteristic moves by China in the last few years. First, uh, dispatching a battalion of peacekeepers to conflict in South Sudan. Uh, we see a tremendous investment in media on the continent to tell that China story to Africans and more exchange programs for African students and engineers to go to China, uh, something that the West used to offer, but has decreased uh, since 9-11. So China's naval base, while serving China's purposes first, is also part of that message, I think, to Africa, saying we're, we're here for the long term. And as we said, the U.S. also has a base there, has had for some years. What does that mean for the U.S.? Well, six weeks ago, the Deputy Secretary of State, Tony Blinken, was in Djibouti 
uh, talking to the Djiboutians about this very issue. Everyone wants to know how big this base is, uh, is going to be, how many troops. Is it a logistics hub or is it something more? And there is also some concern about the proximity of a Chinese base so close to a U.S. base that is mostly concerned with drone flights and communications, exchanging intel about uh, the various fronts on the war on terror. So could this new base allow for the monitoring of those communications? Or on the flip side, does this mean that China will start to shoulder more of the burden of fighting terror alongside the West? That's NPR's Gregory Warner speaking to us from Nairobi and Frank Langfitt in Shanghai. Thank you both very much. Happy to do it, Renee.